Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Good to Know Shreveport Bossier. This is a podcast. We showcase all the good things, the positive things happening around the uh, community in Shreveport Bossier. My name is Jeff Bimefor. I'm your host over here to my right. That's Paul Reeser. We allow him to come here every once in a while. He's uh, owned like a thousand Sonic restaurants around the Arklatex. He's also on the board of directors of the Committee of 100. Those are all big shots, of course. And every podcast we focus on <laughs> topics and initiatives that have a positive impact on our community. New episodes are available every other Wednesday, and you can find Good to Know wherever you listen to podcasts. And Paul, as always, we have a special guest. The intros are yours. Well, thank you very much, Jeff, and thanks for always <laughs> introducing me in such a unique way and keeping me humble I for try. all of the I rest try, of the yes. time that we're together. Uh, but, you know, we're always talking about great things in the community, mm -hmm. and today is something I'm really excited about because I'm a big science nerd. But uh, if you haven't been out to Cyport uh, Discovery Center for a while, or if you think it's just for kids, you definitely want to be here today to uh, hear from our guest, the Executive Director, Ms. Diane Clark. You're here today. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. It's important that we get the word out. Cyport is, is different. We have been back now since 2018. Mm. and uh, had to start from scratch pretty much, but we're there. I yeah. mean, today um, we are resting after having over 400 kids in the center all of last week. Well, uh, you said that you're back and you started over and there were struggles there for a while. There Can were. you kind of go over that, what, what occurred? Well, I mean, just kind of the reader's yeah, digest we version. Just, I think um, they got ready to expand and they wanted to build the little Power of Play Children's Museum that we have. and. They had some donors that made pledges, and then the, the recession kind of hit. It was mm. tough times, that, and some of the pledges that had been promised didn't come in. And so they, they just found themselves in a position where the, the donations didn't come in as they needed. And then uh, financially, they got into a little trouble. But lessons learned. Yeah, that's in the past now. That's in the past. We're not well, going to let that happen. For, for people who don't know everything that's going on at the Cyport Discovery Center, just tell us a little bit about all the things in the facility. How much time do you have? Well, not all <laughs> the things, <laughs> but just in general, I would say. Well, you know, Cyport's a 92,000 square foot facility, and everything we do focuses on STEM-based learning, hands-on mm -hmm. uh, educational activities or exhibits. But a lot of people don't realize we focus on all ages. It is not just a children's center. We have activities there that are designed for people of all ages. Now granted, the little Power of Play Children's Museum is designed mm -hmm. for eight and under. It's one of our most popular spots. But we now have other items that we've added, other activities, mm -hmm. uh, especially the Goodman IMAX Dome, newly renovated nice. IMAX laser yeah. movie theater, the only dome theater in Louisiana. Now, do you do show? Do you show uh, science-related stuff in that? Oh or no, big-time movies. We've or? got feature-length yeah, films. Yeah, cool, and people and like flock to that, I guess. Well, we're trying to get the word out. Yeah. It's been a little bit difficult for people to make that transition and realize we're open at night now for okay. them for the theater. Nice. Uh, mm -hmm. We don't open the center, but the theater is open, and right now we're showing Guardians 
Guardians of the Galaxy, and really? we've got Little Mermaid coming, Neat. and I was just at my Rotary meeting, and someone was asking me about Dunes, and I said, yes, we have Dune? Dunes, yeah. Dune coming, yeah. yes. Sweet. I mean, the, the I love IMAX theater, have you been to the IMAX theater? It, uh, I it's, haven't. It's a very unique experience because it's a dome theater, and it's, what, yeah. three or four stories high? It's so huge in there, yeah, and you're totally immersed. You're, like, inside of it. 68 seats, mm -hmm. and it can be a little bit unnerving. People walk in, and they experience <laughs> kind of this vertigo feeling. Uh, just sit near the top. The higher you sit, okay. the less you feel I mean, I've been vertigo. to uh, another one in the past. Are, are they all similar in the way they're built? Or? No, we're no. the only dome theater in Louisiana okay. or within a 200 mile radius, which means you have this whole immersive okay. experience. You, you're constantly, you know, going yeah. side to side. <laughs> Which is great for science screen. and entertainment. You do have science features. I saw ex excavation We Everest do. We have uh, Dream Big Deep. and Ancient Cave showing right mm. now. And um, those are both science, educationally mm -hmm. based documentaries. Mm -hmm. One, Ancient Caves, is about underwater cave exploration that tells us about climate change. And the other is Dream Big, which is a group of young engineers who are going out into the world and making a difference. They're putting their knowledge to work, building bridges so the children don't have to swim the river to get to a school. You know, it's it's a great film. Wow. Now that's a good story to tell the kids. I mean, I walked up <laughs> hill in the snow, but I didn't but have you to didn't swim, have the river. To swim yeah. the river. That's right. <laughs> no, I did. I said you did. It was a lake. Though. It was a lake. I had to swim. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but besides the movie theater, which I said is a it's a unique experience for Louisiana. And it's rare, uh, but but you have other parts of the. You, you so what's the um, the mystery box building? Yeah, we you have, have the Gallery of Intrigue. Mm -hmm. A lot of people remember <laughs> that as the Red River Gallery, mm -hmm. but it's been completely redone. It's one of the first things that I did when I came in because. Sadly, when I got there, so much of the, the center had been destroyed. Mm, yeah. It was in the process of being completely changed, and mm. the Red River Gallery was just a blank slate for me, and it was an opportunity to bring mm -hmm. something in. Mm -hmm. And knowing that we weren't really focusing on that middle school, high school age, we looked around and said, you know, escape rooms are based off of STEM and cognitive reasoning abilities. But we didn't want to lock anyone in. So mm, right. we've got something called Adventures of Intrigue or Adventures as we move forward. We're kind of playing with the name, but they are all STEM based. You get a kit. We have uh, several adventures. Uh, we have the Audubon, we have an oil and gas, all based on local history. And mm. you solve and you try to find the three digit combination that will unlock <laughs> the lock so you get your next clue. What happens if you can't figure it out? <laughs> oh, we have we okay. have people there who get you pointed okay. in the right, right direction. Because that would be me. <laughs> no it doubt looks about really it. neat though. It's very hands on. It's not just figuring out on a piece of paper. I mean, it's an That's adventure right. that you travel through. That's right. It's a combination because. You know, everybody learns differently. Everyone has different strengths. Mm -hmm. So we try to incorporate a variety of learning styles. Mm -hmm. And I think this does it very well. Yeah. Uh, Hands-on, I think, is the key. Uh, Paul mentioned a lot of the things that you do are mm -hmm. all hands-on, right? I mean, it's just, not just, it's not just walk through and look. You do things. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, today what we're discovering, it's, it's just the way of the world. But people don't want to stop and read signs and, and get direction one, direction two, right. direction mm -hmm. three. They want that immediate satisfaction. Mm -hmm. So we're having to kind of change the way things have been done at Cyport. Uh, and 
make it a more immediate response. How much is digital figuring into everything? Because people want to pu push buttons, you know, they like that. Every time we get an opportunity through a donor or a grant to bring in a new exhibit, everything is moving toward yeah. that. The, the buttons, the pushing, uh, right. the screens. Yeah, I figured that because, you know, that's the way it is now, right? That's right. You said that's the way of the world. You were 100% correct. Yeah. Now, we used to take our kids to birthday parties there. Do you still have birthday parties and event oh, venues? Oh, all the time. We have uh, two birthday spaces. We have one next to Pop, which is designed for the smaller children. And mm -hmm. then if you've been to Cyport, you know, we have this beautiful glassed-in triangular area that kind of juts out toward Clyde Fant. Mm -hmm. And uh, we use that for a little older. We have Nerf battles where parents and kids can get in there and shoot each other with their <laughs> Nerf guns. No, I like that. I want to do it with you. Let's yeah, go. that would be fun. We need to set that up. Let's go. <laughs> we have animal encounters. We'll bring out, you know, a snake or the hedgehog or a guinea pig. Wait, wait real snakes? Uh-huh. We have real snakes. You lost me there. But not venomous. <laughs> yeah, okay. We have one snake that lives upstairs in Pop, and it was a she, uh -huh. and her name was Misty because she likes to be misted. Turns huh. out it's a he, so now it's Mister. Okay, got it. That makes sense. <laughs> do, you, do you still does the uh, crazy scientist come out and make ice cream with liquid nitrogen? Yes. Still, the birthday that parties involve part. liquid nitrogen <laughs> ice cream. If you choose to yeah. have that as part of your party, uh, there are a lot of options there, and you know it's such a good value because mm -hmm. you can bring thirty people, and you may have the birthday room for a couple of hours, but then you can explore in the center mm -hmm. all day. Nice. And, and I want to get to some of the things you're doing in the community. You're also reaching out so much. But just one more thing about the venue. Yeah. Uh, can businesses rent to come have meetings there and use the, use the um, screen facilities and all that? We have a lot of event rental. We have space rental. Ducks Unlimited uh, just rented out the entire IMAX. Oh, and wow. they cool. showed the movie Wings Over Water, which is a movie that they actually paid IMAX to have produced. Hmm. And so they brought it for their event. Nice. And mm -hmm. then very generously provided tickets for the seating on Saturday following the event. And we brought in local educators free of charge and they got to see the movie because it will be coming in August. And wow. it was an opportunity oh, wow. for them to preview it. And it's a fabulous movie. It's all about uh, conservation, saving the wildlife, farmers in the Midwest turning their fields back into migratory destinations. Mm -hmm. It's really nice. Oh, man, it sounds like you have great programming there. And you say you're back. And is the word getting out? People are coming all the time? Or are oh, you still struggling to no, get no, them no. in? Okay. We, we are doing so well. We, we've served, last year, we served about 75,000 on-site wow. visitors, which I'm nice. very proud of. Because mm. when I got there and we faced two years of COVID, that was pretty tough. Mm. Yeah. But we did that. We had about 8,000 off-site, which we'll talk about, but mm -hmm. of those, 7,000 were allowed to come with free admission through a really special program that we have that's funded through the hotel motel tax, the Treasury Department. Mm -hmm. And as long as we're serving Caddo Parish underserved families, as long as the money is there, we're able to bring in oh, families free terrific. of charge. That's terrific. What kind of response do you get from kids when they come through the facility? Oh, it's so exciting. That's yeah. my favorite yeah. part. <laughs> I mean, we're giving high fives all day long. Those kids come through and their eyes light up and you know, they, they want to tell you everything. So you get stopped by them and yeah. they're going to tell you, you know, 
who they are, how many sisters and brothers they have, but then you'll say, what's your favorite thing? And that's my favorite yeah, part. Then they start, right? And they you, start. You can't turn them off after that. And I'll tell you something really interesting that we're beginning to put together. If you were raised in Caddo Parish or Bossier Parish, but especially Caddo, you came to Sideport as a child. That was a requirement. Those were your field trips. Mm -hmm. And we see those parents bringing their children back. Mm -hmm. But just yesterday, I had two young females, young mothers, uh, that came to tour the, the uh, center. They were talking to us about some sponsorships. And neither one of them, they both have children and they'd never been to Sideport. Mm. And so what we're finding is that kudos to our school systems mm -hmm. because by enforcing that uh, requirement that everyone visits Sideport when you're young, mm -hmm. those parents have an understanding of the value of Sideport mm -hmm. and they're bringing their children to us. So that's we've neat. got to figure out how to get to those who weren't raised here. Well, that's a neat symbiotic relationship, yes, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, really cool. We hear a lot of statistics that the United States is falling behind in science. And math, and yeah. so you're you're making it fun again. As a matter of fact, don't you have something to do? Everything's going digital, like Jeff said, but right. gaming, gaming development, yes, and so we, forth. We try very hard to give our visitors a new experience. You know, I laugh. I say, you know, how many times are you going to go to the Smithsonian and see the Hope Diamond? So <laughs> we try to <laughs> bring something new in. Right. And so we have created seasonal exhibits, mm. and the one coming, we've got Be the Astronaut there right now which is really an amazing exhibit where you can come through and you can fly a spacecraft, you can land it, you can crash it, but the <laughs> astronauts talk to you and wow. they lead you through that experience. And that's, that's a cool. separately ticketed event, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. but it's affordable. And then when that leaves, we're bringing in Gameport and we created Gameport because the high schools have created their esports teams. And right, we yeah, wanted to be a part of mm -hmm. encouraging that initiative. That's a great idea. Yeah. So we've got the whole timeline of gaming. You can come in. You can <laughs> see the, the the early Sega versions of the games, and uh, we bring in arcade games because nice. there's science behind yeah, sure. that. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be a coder. You can be a programmer. Well, it's a gigantic industry now. And uh, when I started doing the team thing, I'm like, yeah, oh, come on. I'm a, I'm an old sports guy, and I'm like, this is no, this will never go anywhere. <laughs> oh, hey. Have you ever watched a competition? Yeah, yeah it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. 180,000 people at the Coliseum and then millions of people online mm -hmm. watching these. My son used to watch that. All, I'm sure he still does. But <laughs> he's, we, he's moved out of the house now. I can't say, stop watching that. Well, we're actually thinking about this year trying to offer a screening of the competitions in the IMAX. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we'll oh, see nice. If oh, we that's, can that's a great idea. Make that happen. We've got to see yeah. what the, the interest level you is. Could live, you could shoot the live feed mm -hmm. in the um, IMAX. That's right. I think Jeff that's what you there. just said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm saying that because it's just sinking in how just extraordinary that is, Jeff. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, who comes up with all these ideas? Is you it, know, it's a team effort, yeah. and we work with a couple of uh, local event planners mm -hmm. on a variety of okay. things, and we'll just sit down, you know, fly on a wall kind of thing, mm -hmm. and you, you could just have to be there when we're <laughs> sitting bet. in the conference room. Well, viewing you know, our I asked you if you had a big science background. You love science, but that's not your background. That is not my background. 
Yeah, my background is marketing. Marketing, which is what we need well, to drive that, people that's work for the situation here, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I rely on my team to teach mm, me the science yeah, yeah. behind well, all of our exhibits. I'm sure you're throwing a lot of the crazy ideas on the wall that's yes. bringing them in. Yeah, they get a little frustrated with me <laughs> sometimes, but yeah. And then after after the gaming leaves in the fall, don't you? We have Snowport. Snowport. And we did that originally at the request of the Shreveport Bossier Convention and Tourist Bureau because they wanted to drive holiday traffic downtown. They wanted to be able to help the downtown businesses mm -hmm. as everyone exits to go to mm. different festivals across right. the state. So we created a little uh, mini holiday uh, themed exhibit mm -hmm. that's designed to bring the, the children and their families mm -hmm. in for good family fun. Last year we added an ice skating rink. It's actually the surface that skaters and, and hockey players practice on. So you just pull off your shoes, put get in your socks, and you could have fun okay. all day yeah. long. I saw that on the news. Do you have a mini Zamboni? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, we have such a, a nice partnership with the Bugs since you mm -hmm. talk about that. And yeah. by the way, good luck to them right. this Friday night. Still in the playoffs, come on. But we have a sensory room. It's Cyport Sensory Room mm -hmm. at the Coliseum because kids get overwhelmed mm -hmm. by all of that noise and so we equip a room and parents can escape for a few minutes into kind of a quiet dark environment and give those kids an opportunity to regroup before getting out in that noise. Good idea. You, the, you guys think of everything on these things don't well, you? <laughs> well you know it's a partnership because mm -hmm. uh, Scott came to us and said, how can we partner? And this is what we're thinking. And so we made it happen. Yeah, Scott Musket, yeah. Mudbug's yeah. uh, manager. We had him on the show. So yep. great guy. Yes, he is. Um, so you definitely partner with the community in, in so many different areas. So what are you doing with the Sheriff's Department? That blew my mind when I heard about well, that. Well, we haven't had an opportunity to work that closely with them yet. Now, we did do some fire safety training, and they came mm -hmm. in. But the Sheriff's Department has a little safety town. Yeah. That's just It's just a perfect mix for us, and mm -hmm. we're hoping to get a lot more involved with the Sheriff's Department in that respect. In the past, I'm told that Cyport had um, helmets and bicycles, and Safety Town came out, and they taught kids bicycle safety out in our parking lot. Mm -hmm. We're mm -hmm. always looking for ideas <laughs> like that. Anything we can do uh, to serve the community, really. Um, community Anchor. Uh, we're so much more than a building, people don't realize that. We served um, thousands, 8,000 uh, and more in outreach programs in this last year. Mm -hmm. Going out, going into the prison, uh, talking to the inmates, teaching them science, mm -hmm. then they turn around and they teach that same lesson to their kids or their siblings or their nieces and nephews. Sure. It's That's really Bars well, Without Barriers. Talk about that program. Bars Without Barriers because that is really, are you talking about um, something that's great for the community that's helping people and families and, and to just talk about how that works a little well, bit more. Well, back in 2015, Dr. Heather Kleiner, who is our grants, um, which she manages our grants, but she's actually much more. She is the director of the Northwest Louisiana STEM Innovation Center. Well, we were appointed by the Board of Regents to be that for Region 7. And so she's the director of that. But back in 2015, she had this concept of going over to Caddo Career Center and really working with the inmates and teaching them science with the idea that when they have visitation days, they turn around and they teach that same science lesson to the kids who come to visit. 
and they're building that bond between whether it's a child or a sibling or a niece or nephew when they do get released they have so much more stability in their family life and a mm. reason to go back and interact and reconnect with those family members well you sent me that video, that short video it's two minutes and i want to connect it i got to get it in the description of the video and the podcast because yeah. i thought that seems kind of interesting but when i really look at it I'm sure there's a lot of loneliness. These prison, these people go to jail. They feel like I have no connection with my family. But now every week they're building a relationship with their kids, and they have this real desire to get back home and be involved in their kids' lives. Well, it's just a remarkable idea. Gentleman in the video even says, "I got to hug my son," and that's so important. Mm. You don't realize mm -hmm. how much you miss mm -hmm. until you don't have it. Yeah. And so it is uh, definitely an award for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, these inmates have to earn the right yeah. to attend these sessions because, you know, not everybody gets to visit right. with their family members. Sure, sure. And by the way, KTBS has a pretty good relationship with the uh, Cyport. We have a wonderful relationship. <laughs> I have to tell you, when they hired me to come in at, back in July of 2018, I have to say Jan Elkins was one of the very first people to reach out to me. Kudos to Jan. <laughs> She's and a good girl. she said, Hi, Jan. you know, she what can we show. do? How do we help you, Diane? How what do you need to be successful? And I said, I can't reopen Cyport without something new, without some new exhibits. Mm -hmm. So Jan made it happen and came in and created the Junior Weather Watcher Station oh, all in our area. It's got the green screen, the kids love it. And so uh, it was really what helped us convince the public that we were coming back and yeah. we were going to be different but still an educational yeah. experience. I've done a lot of, uh, not a lot, but in two or I think a couple of occasions broadcast uh, our Freedom Fest stuff from yes. from down there at uh, Cyport and uh, that was cool. Yeah, in fact um, I think we've held some rooftop parties. A lot of people don't know we have a rooftop. We have a rooftop. And Actually, it's one of I the didn't. most beautiful views. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, watching the fireworks from oh, the rooftop. Would be, yeah, yeah, sure, right there on the river. Um, you also yeah. have telescopes up there, right? We do. We that, have yeah. a working observatory. Nice. If mm. you pass Cyport and you look up, you see this odd white dome. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that has a retractable uh, covering and it opens up and we have uh, just this magnificent telescope and that telescope is connected to computers downstairs so on a clear day wow. a nice clear day sometimes we don't have those but we can actually <laughs> focus in on something and we can show that to very our neat. visitors very neat and you mentioned the green screen i mean that's yeah. pretty old school technology these days but kids do love that don't oh they oh my gosh <laughs> it's so fun the headless kids right. we have so many of them yeah it's really neat. You understand how that works, right? <laughs> well, it's really old school, Jeff. That's like what said. I said, yeah. You repeat a lot of stuff on here, don't you? <laughs> I do know how that works. That's cool stuff. So when you came, when you came here, the Cyport was in a lot of trouble financially and really almost wasn't going to make it. So well, how, did they, how did they talk you into it doing it? It didn't it, make it. So how did, how did they get you excited to do it? How, how did you get excited about it? And what are you most proud about to bring it back to be so vibrant? four years later? Well, I had spent 30 years in education. Mm -hmm. uh, before coming to Cyport, I was uh, a variety of positions with what was then the Technical College and then became the Community and Technical College Northwest. And so 
I had served 30 years and I had run the <laughs> gamut of a business teacher, an assistant dean, a dean, and then director over all of our eight sites. And yeah. um, I don't know, I was serving on the board for Dress for Success and Bobby Jokes had breakfast with me one morning and, you know, I, and I said, um, you know, I've got 30 years, I, I, I'm thinking about retiring. And before I could drive back to the campus, he was on the phone calling, no, I have the perfect <laughs> thing for you. Go ahead and wow. retire, but I need you to go get Cyport back up. Yeah, that's cool. I have friends like that, huh? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's so great and he's so community minded. But I will tell you, if they had shown me what was behind closed door <laughs> number one, two, yeah, and three, yeah, uh, I don't know if I would have accepted I was going to ask you that. Did you know what you were uh, biting off there? I really didn't. I didn't. I just knew that, you know, when my kids were growing up, I was that mom who held birthday parties there. Mm -hmm. I was the mom who spent two different nights sleeping on the floor for the school camp-ins. Yeah. And um, I couldn't. I couldn't sit back and let a resource like Cyport Discovery Center mm -hmm. go away. Mm -hmm. And I, I told myself going in, I don't know. We don't know if you'll be able to save it, but you're going to at least try. And um, thankfully, they had left behind a group, a small staff, just a small staff, mm -hmm. but they were the core group and they got it going. And all they needed was for someone to come in and say it's possible. And, and it happened. Yeah. So the key was, I, like, what did you identify first as a way to attack the problems? Well, first and foremost, I called in every family member and every friend and every, every, everyone. Mm -hmm. And we had to do a lot of major cleaning and yeah. sorting oh, wow. and organizing mm -hmm. and putting back into place. Okay. And so by October, we had the first floor, except for the gallery of intrigue, because it was closed off, but mm -hmm. we had the first floor open. And then by February, we had the second floor open. And a lot of people were critical at first because, you know, we had the same exhibits that we had had mm -hmm. when they opened the building 25 years ago. But that's science doesn't change that much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so even though they were uh, older, they worked and uh, we were able to bring them back. And then we discovered it was kind of funny. Um, we discovered kind of on air, and it was the, like the blooper of the yeah. uh, career for me, but we discovered that the bed of nails and a couple of other favorite exhibits <laughs> uh, were being held hostage in Kansas City because they had been sent off oh my. to be refurbished and then forgotten about. Oh mm. So, But it's back. We got them refurbished, and with we've got uh, 10 exhibits that were in hock back. <laughs> so, oh, goodness. Um, and we're working all the time. All the wow. time we're working on new exhibits. If you go up to the second floor, you know, we have our planets that are on columns. Mm -hmm. And I inherited a system that did not work. It was software, and you'd stand on the scales, and it was supposed to tell you what you would weigh on Mars or Venus. Mm. and. We had to reset them 10, 15 times a day. Wow. And we kept getting hit on our reviews, hmm. telling everyone, don't waste your money. You yeah. know, nothing mm. works. So we got rid of them. But we had a local uh, entrepreneur who has his own design uh, facility, and he came in and he digitized it. And Sweet. we've got this big now TV screen, and you can touch the screen and do everything <laughs> that you could do on wow. on the old exhibits. That's sweet, right? And so, you guys are just like you're endless with your ideas. I yeah, think. we we are, and it's exciting because when you're there and you get to watch those kids at all ages, but especially the kids go through, and you see that 
light come on mm -hmm. that makes it all worthwhile. Mm -hmm. What was the astronaut thing you talked about? The Be the Astronaut? Be the, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the first traveling exhibit that I have purchased since being there. Um, everyone that's lived here will remember they brought in the Titanic and they had a bodies exhibit and those exhibits were three hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars. No way I could do that. Right. So I found uh, this little small exhibit called Be the Astronaut where you come in and there are four iterations. You can you can spend probably three hours there doing the whole experience, mm -hmm. but you don't have to. And when you come into the, the uh, area, you, there's a, a, an actual spacesuit and a helmet, <laughs> and there's just some items that kids don't always get to see. That's and cool. so mm -hmm. it, yeah. we're trying to really, really build that love of space and science mm -hmm. again. We mm -hmm. kind of lost it for a while. But we have a board member who has just been named the NASA ambassador for the area. Nice. Uh, Crystal Beecham. And we're so proud of her, oh, obviously. That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. So the NASA relationship yeah. is back and I met I met an, awesome. uh, one of the NASA astronauts, this was eons ago, but it was at a circus. Yeah. This was in West Palm Beach, Florida. And I, they sent me out there to cover something. And I was just standing there. There was a guy in a military uniform, and he was standing there. We were talking, talking. And uh, I'm ashamed to admit I can't remember which one it was now, but we got to talking and I s said where I was from or whatever. And what have you been doing lately? And he goes, well, I just got back from the moon. <laughs> I'm like, what? And he said oh, he was a NASA wow. astronaut. And, uh, Neil we, Armstrong. Uh, it wasn't him, but I can't, <laughs> I can't remember which one it was, but it was awesome to meet him. You know? That's crazy. So it was a fantastic, yeah, what it was crazy. Experience. Of course you have yeah. a connection there, Jeff, with the sign, with the moon even. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it does seem to work out that way, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, and I think Jeff's about to pull the plug on me here and say it's time to wrap up. Two minutes. But, two minutes. Uh, I know there's there's a group of folks that are really passionate about helping you and raising funds and, and bringing this uh, center back completely. What do you think, why are they so passionate about it and how can people get involved at Cyport if they want to? You know, we, we are so thankful. There are, there's, a, there's a core group of people who came together back, you know, 25, 30 years ago. Um, and Sylvia Goodman comes to mind. She kind of led the charge where they said, okay, we have got to provide a space that, and they're called the babies. We have to give the babies an educational advantage. And um, just because Cyport went through a tough time doesn't mean they didn't hurt when that happened. They were devastated, just like the rest sure. of us. Mm -hmm. And so they have hung strong with us. Yeah. We're really, uh, having a little get-together for our donors in June, um, trying to reach out and find those donors who were a big part of Cyport and really just pull them together and thank them. Because without all of their early efforts, and even now their efforts, we wouldn't be where we are. We wouldn't have been able to come mm -hmm. back. And a lot of people remember Cyport used to have something called the DNA Society. <laughs> and um, we're taking a look at that. We're trying to figure out how to get people back and connected because invariably they'll say, you know, how can we help? What can mm -hmm. we do? And so we've got to have an avenue. We've got to have a method of reaching out to the people who truly love Cyport and what we stand for and say to them, if you really want to help, 
here's how mm. you can help. All right, fantastic. And with that, I am pulling the plug. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to end. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thanks. I was, do appreciate it. Was it was a pleasure. Diane Clark from uh, the Cyport and Discovery Center. That's right. All right, and uh, Paul Reeser, we have to let him be here. But, <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for uh, being here with us for this podcast. Good to know Shreveport Bossier, brought to you by the Committee of 100 and KTBS-TV. Tell everybody about the podcast. We'll have new content every other Wednesday morning. And for more info, you can check us out at goodtoknowsb.com. So have a good one, everybody, and let's continue to make Shreveport the best it can be. And that is good to know. <laughs>